Vietnam, 1972, Colonel James Cooper has vowed to free the prisoners left behind. Everybody goes home. Captain Vin is determined to keep them. They stay here. Everybody's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And today we're going to talk about a movie with multiple titles. Today we're it's a very special episode of the Cannon Cruisers where we talk about three movies. 1986. This is Behind Enemy Lines. 1986's Attack Force Nam. And 1986's POW The Escape. Yes, all starring David Carradine. All starring David Carradine. A banner year for him, if you will. Yes, it's not... Three movies all released on the same day. Yes, with different titles, because it's the same freaking movie. Yes, we're just messing with you. In, in, in an epic twist, it's all the same movie. And uh, Randy's not messing with you. There's something wrong with his voice. Please bear with him. Yeah, this, this will probably be a shorter episode, because my voice is, like, going. Yeah. This is a uh, Vietnam movie about uh, POWs who get roped into a scheme to... What would you say? Help um, their captor escape Vietnam. That is correct, JD. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a. And we're not being reductive. That is literally the entire plot. Yeah, it's it's kind of convoluted, despite being very simple. It's hard to hard to really get into why that is because the plot doesn't really focus on it very much, and it kind of goes off the rails at some point. It has nothing to do with that story beat at all, and then it comes back again at the end. And, be, and just a couple of notes before I go to the cast. Mm-hmm. Some of these things weren't clear to us initially because we, we watched this movie. This movie is surprisingly hard to find. Yes. The three titles uh, don't help. Like, to give you the best example, as I gave JD, I searched for Attack Force Nam, one of the titles. Mm-hmm. And it brought up in Google, mm-hmm. behind enemy lines, but it showed the cover art for POW The Escape. So I had all three na- all three days yeah. of the movie on the same thing. Yeah, it wasn't very, it wasn't very easy movie to find. Even the trailer, we had to find it with a specific. Have been able to title. find physical copies. We eventually ended up watching something that looks like an eighth generation bootleg off of a VHS on YouTube. Yeah, it was kind of a bizarre one to find. But why don't you uh, tell us who's in the movie? Randy? So the reason why I preambled with that is because we didn't we missed this missed this part. Mm-hmm. So the lead actor of this film is David Carradine, playing mm-hmm. uh, Colonel James Cooper. Mm-hmm. whose mandate from the American government, because we missed this with the terrible quality, is to free imprisoned uh, POWs. Yeah, that was in a very short intro that was kind of unneeded. but That was hard, that was hard to follow because of how bad everything was. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you have David Carradine, and then you have mm-hmm. his opposite number, member, opposite? <laughs> Captain Vin, played by the always great actor. Man, he should have been in a better film. Mako. Yes. Meiko. Or Mako Iwamatsu. Who's who's technically the villain of the piece, although he disappears for such a giant portion is not no, really consequential. He disappears because he's chasing after mm-hmm. a, the character named Sparks, played by one Charles R. Floyd. Yeah. And the rest of the cast, it's not really important. They're all a bunch of stereotypes and whatever you need for a Vietnam movie, down to the nerdy guy with glasses who's never been with a girl. Mm-hmm. And Steve James, because he's Steve James. And Steve James. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. If if you've seen a one of these Vietnam movies, you've probably seen this one. Actually, if you've seen if you've seen another movie we've talked about previously, you've seen this movie. Yes. Missing in Action 2 is very, very similar to this movie. The first movie. 30 minutes of this movie is Missing in Action 2. 
which is well enough because that's all of missing in action too is that exact portion repeated over and over and over again until the ending but um yeah so obviously you can tell by our impressions uh we didn't really care for this one too much there's also an actor in here whose name is spanky mannequin that's the that's the actor not the and that's my new highlight of the movie <laughs> can he play the nba officer that's a that's a great name so yeah overall impressions of the movie are not great folks no it was pretty dull. It's an hour, it's just under an hour and a half, and there's not enough story to not justify story, an hour and a half. There's not enough action. The action, well, mm-hmm. I found to be better than some things we've watched this season. It's not just a lot of pointing and shooting, but it, but it is at the same time. But there's actual cuts to them. It's not just people standing there. Yeah. So I will. I do have to say that at least some of the directing was okay for what they had. But what wasn't okay, and that's my low light of the film, is. The editing. This film is just bad. The editing was really... The, the really editing... Bad. Oh, are you perhaps talking about the chase scene that suddenly just gets cut off in the middle of it as they cut to a daytime scene? Yes. And then, and then about 20 minutes later, we return to that chase scene while they're driving very slowly through a crowd of people? Apparently, they were, they were chasing each other for about 12 hours. And, <laughs> and they never ran out of gas. They never ran out of gas. They somehow knew where the other one was. And then later on, the same characters who disappear chasing each other somehow know where the other characters... And this is in Vietnam, I might add, in, in the middle of a war. And there's no way they should be able to do that. And they, yeah, they go right there. It's like, it's... Oh. The, like, the editing is by far the worst because that doesn't make any sense. There's no rhyme or reason to a lot of the stuff that happens. But the editing doesn't help. It really, really doesn't help. No, it doesn't. It's like, I'm going to go, I agree with you there, but I also will say that the plot just what didn't didn't do anything. They, oh, yeah. they, they had not enough plot to stretch over the, the two hours. If they had some th- interesting things here and there, there was a subplot with uh, ill-gotten Vietnamese gold. Which completely there disappeared. There was the, 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 sub, the, the other subplot of the thing that I just pointed out of, of his there to, to uh, release imprisoned POWs. So that plays into that final action sequence that we see where... He, 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 they're free. He's gotten yeah. all the POWs out, but he has to go get those men off the hill. He has to go get the ones that are currently stuck waiting evacuation, so he has to go in and help them. Yeah. It's the, like there's the little interesting things there, but there's good the ideas plot, in the movie. The plot but, doesn't uh, work. Yeah. There's good ideas in it, but the plot and the execution, especially with the editing, which could have helped. And my highlight in, it, in a movie without any, really any highlights is that I liked David Carradine uh, overall. It's like, mm-hmm. even as, he, as much of a non entity as he was, at least he. Played his role good. I will say the acting wasn't uh, as bad as a lot of the movies we've seen. The acting seen. that was there wasn't as bad as you think, unless your name was Sparks <laughs> and you were played by Charles R. Floyd. God, Sparks is such a pointless addition. To can this I go movie. back to the? Can I go back to my low light and say that my low light of the film is the character Sparks because he's a jackass. Sparks, the whole, okay, the whole uh, subplot with Sparks is that he tries to steal the gold multiple times. I might add. And then he makes off with it, even sacrificing his own uh, his own allies. allies. And he's chased down by the main villain. And then he ends up in a whorehouse and then decides, I don't like myself. And then he runs away after the villain chases him. And then he goes back and sacrifices his life. And yeah, because his whole thing, his whole arc of the movie is that I'm constantly trying to run away. I don't care about my allies. It's... And then I'm going to go save my allies in a deus ex machina of where it... I can find them. He could have been completely excised from the film and literally nothing would have changed. Because all he does is had the movie out it doesn't all add he does is run it doesn't add anything to the film it's annoying and his character also isn't worth it because it's he's a pretty annoying character so so our highlight of the film is kind of the acting yeah. it, it's yeah acting is serviceable there's no real standouts but david carradine does a good job 
And there's nothing. Really I guess you could say he didn't really choke on uh, the script. No, I, I would say he uh, he was he was good. He um, you know he didn't have to uh, film any scenes in Bangkok, so no, at least no, was no. Not. Sorry if we're getting a little dark with our references, <sighs> but we, they have to be made always. Yes. Um, best line of the movie. I am. Mine is coconuts are delicious. Yep, everybody goes home. There you go. And that is actually the line of the film That's is the actually line. is the tagline of the film is everybody goes home. Mm-hmm. But mine is coconuts are delicious. Yeah. Coconuts definitely are delicious. So as you can tell, there's really not a whole lot to say on this one because it's you, you've probably it seen this. It is before. a generic mm-hmm. as all get out Although Vietnam is... Vietnam escape movie. And the multiple titles don't help give it character either. Because... Yeah, this movie is very... It's like there's a reason why this movie is very hard to find. None mm-hmm. of the titles are a standout title. Yeah. Behind Enemy Lines has been used so many times. Yes, it has been. Uh, POW The Escape sounds like something you'd find in the dollar bin, which is probably... That was like the third revision also of the sounds name. sounds like a video game. Sounds like the video game, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Attack Force Nam sounds super generic. Sounds it's like, like an anime. It's like they could never find... Like an identity for this movie. Yeah, it's completely, um, completely characterless. Like I wouldn't be surprised movie. if at some point, if the movie had been called Missy in Action, then they realized that they already had Missy in Action in their catalog. Yeah, it's like, like we've said before, it's very similar to almost the entirety of Missy in Action 2, especially the first 30 minutes. But yeah, with that out of the way, uh, we might as well get to scores, Randy. What would you say with this one? Coconuts are delicious. Coconuts are delicious out of five. That's Randy's score. You mean I can get away with giving movies zero by saying coconuts is delicious? I'll, I'll, are delicious? I'll say it. No, um, I have a hard time with this movie. It's like I wanna. It's like I think I'm giving this a one. I think that's what I gave Missy in Action two. You did, yes. So this is actually more boring than Missy in Action two for the most part. Mm. Even though it was a little bit more competently made than Missy in Action two. It's, yeah, it's the same. Scene I still have to give it. A one it's like i can't i can't bring myself enough to care to say a two because mm. even the twos are kind of sometimes worth checking out yeah that's true this movie is not worth checking out i wouldn't say it's so. not it's, it's not it's not um a, one of like the like not an offensively bad movie it's just it's that not it's, america 3000 it's oh god it's not america 3000 it's not the apple it's not mm. the exterminator yeah. uh it's just a bad movie it's yeah. not bad it's good it's bad it's bad yeah, it's just not a good movie I it's just, generic yeah, I'd give it a two, just because I gave Missing in Action two as a two as well, and they're pretty uh, pretty equal, and they're not they're not very good. They're, would, the, they're flip side of the same coin. I would say if you want a uh, Vietnam one, just go with the original Missing in Action. It's still uh, the better one of all of all of them we've watched so far, and probably the better uh, Chuck Norris movie I've seen so far. Uh, I would probably say so. Yeah. But with that, um, we really don't have any else, anything else to say about this one. Just um, I wouldn't recommend seeing it. Uh, if you want to, like I said, a Vietnam movie, just go with Missing in Action 1. Actually, if you want to see a Vietnam movie, I have a recommendation for you. It's the obvious recommendation, JD. It's Platoon. Yeah. I think people who are already interested in Vietnam movies have probably seen Platoon. But, but that's it's the obvious one. is You watch Platoon because that's the, the Vietnam movie. Yeah. Or and Apocalypse a, Wow. Or Apocalypse Now, and to a lesser extent, even though it's only a short part, even though a, an important part of the movie, Forrest mm. Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much all we're going to say about this one. Uh, that's, that's all we all got, got to say, say about, about yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next time. I'm JD. 
And I'm Randy. And we'll see you next time on Cannon Cruisers. Goodbye, everybody. We're Cannon Films, and we're Dynamite. David Carradine, the prisoner they couldn't hold, is now the soldier they can't stop. Ah!